Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison, and today I am joined in person by Jamie. Hello. It is a Christmas miracle, <laughs> both that we're finally recording another podcast yes. episode, and that we're in the same room while we're doing it. It's true. <laughs> and uh, this time I can't even pretend that we just recorded and we've done two weeks in a row because uh, we're actually up to date on posting. Yes. So. so it's really just uh, been months since we, you yeah. know recorded the last time <laughs> so if you're a, a diehard listener and you're still listening uh, thank you, thank you. <laughs> um you know you, you if you're a diehard listener you understand that we have a very irregular recording yes. schedule in our defense we've watched a lot of things to record on over yeah. the last couple of months and then we have just failed to record on any of them <laughs> true <laughs> um so today we're trying to make up with for that with um, recording on a Netflix original movie called The Invisible Thread. It's originally in Italian. I watched dubbed. I assumed you watched subbed. I did. Yes. Um, so we can compare whether or not, you know, what, what we think was better. Yes. <laughs> the better movie watching experience. If you're lazy and you don't want to watch subtitles and you don't speak Italian, I recommend dubbed. <laughs> <laughs> I, always, I tend to watch subbed just because I... Are a linguist. I used, yeah, I like, I like listening to the original sound. It does, you know? it's a little off when you watch a dubbed movie because, like, yeah. their lips are not moving in sync with, like, what's happening. And right. You're like, <laughs> uh, excuse you. Yeah. Um, and I feel like sometimes, because the people doing the dubbing are not the actors themselves, um, yeah. so, like, the emotion sometimes doesn't quite translate, like, the, the people doing the dubbing will sometimes sound much more monotone than probably is... What would have been right? Yeah. Then what would it have been in the uh, in the original version? Um, but it's easier if yeah. you don't like having to read subtitles through a whole movie, like me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, yeah. The Invisible Thread um, is about a high school, I'm assuming, student, probably in his seniorish year, um, who's doing like this film project on his fathers, um, who are a gay couple who have been together for. They give it amount of time, 20, 20 years or 20, something. Yeah, long time, long time. Um, so he's doing like a documentary on their journey through like getting together, being able to adopt him, being able to legally marry. And then midway through his project, his parents kind of separate. Yeah. Um, they, one, the one father finds out that the other is having an affair. So like his film project kind of deteriorates around that um but yeah. ultimately comes together in the end of course because it's a pretty feel-good movie yeah it is, it is. <laughs> um so what, what were your thoughts on this movie yeah i mean i i liked the movie i thought it was um it had you know it had a, a decent number of little twists and yeah. turns i thought <laughs> um also if anyone notices that i'm a bit lispy <laughs> i have braces as a 33 year old adult <laughs> For the first uh, time. So, uh, Two yeah. weeks into it. Yeah, so sorry about that. He's but... still learning how to talk again. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was a nice little movie. Um, it's like almost, it's almost like two hours long, actually. It's like yeah. an hour 50 or something. It's a longer movie for a Netflix one, yeah. But um, but yeah, it's got a good little message and, you know, brings awareness to issues. Of, yeah. You know, LGBTQ issues um, in, in um, Italy, specifically. Yeah. But... Well, and I liked also the fact that a lot of times, and it, like we need more LGBTQ like representation in media, yeah. but I feel like sometimes the relationships 
tend to be like overly perfect like yeah. um and it's not that's not realistic either that every lgbtq relationship is just like this perfect thing they you know, are humans as well and and have the same kind of relationship issues as any other couple has and i think that this movie dares to to kind of show that and i thought that was it was good too yeah. um because obviously at the end the the two fathers do not end up getting back together and the one stays with the ricardo i think is his mm-hmm. the, the name of the guy he's having an affair with um ends up staying with him and and but it kind of works out like the son is okay in the end yeah ish ish yeah you know i mean he's sad because his yeah. his parents have separated and you know there's always a sense of sadness when that happens i imagine with any child but mm-hmm. um it seems like they're all going to be okay. It kind of ends I on that so. kind of note, like where they're going to, they're going to figure it out and they're going to make it work. And yeah. <clears throat> and the real like clincher of this entire film is that it's not only the fact that the two separated after having been together for at least, um, uh, what did you call the kid? Leo? Leone? Leone. Um, Leone is, I just started typing Leo. It, how did they say it in Italian? Yeah. Leone. Le- Leone. Yeah. So there's Leone and then there's Paolo. Paolo is the one dad. And, and Simone is yeah. the other dad. Uh-huh. And so Paolo and Simone end up, you know, splitting. And that's one of the big issues here. But it's kind of exacerbated exacerbated by the fact that during this whole situation, um, the birth certificate, and, and at one point they were both allowed to be on it. Yes. As the, as the parents. Um, but ultimately that was sort of overturned, which led to, especially since they were split and Leone, maybe he's not quite senior because i think he's like 15 or something oh okay maybe yeah so it's then who's gonna have custody of him where's he gonna stay who's legally the the father and so then this brings about um paternity test right which turns out that (laughs) neither of them is the father right which is not what they thought like they had had a woman who was a surrogate and they thought they had like mixed a donor egg in with like a cocktail of both of their sperms and that one of them was the father but then like they find out at the end that neither one of them is the father (laughs) and like this woman has some explaining to do (laughs) she does and um it turns out that she had slept with her ex-husband at the time with whom she's already had a couple kids three i think um, and she, it was around the same time that she had been implanted. Right. And so she assumed or hoped that it was <laughs> the but, other sperm, but it was in fact her husband. And they, they and, mentioned too, that like, this was not the first implantation. Like they right. had done this multiple times and none of them were like taking. So I think that probably all three of them had a sense of almost like desperation, like that we really want this, this to take this time. It's expensive to keep doing this. I don't know how many thousands of dollars each implantation costs, but it's not a cheap procedure. And I don't imagine that any healthcare really probably covers that. Um, although I don't really know anything about Italy's healthcare system and how much fertility, fertility treatments are covered or not there. But anyways, there was kind of like a, when she got pregnant, just like everybody really wanted that to believe easily that that was a success, you know, that the implantation had taken and, but assume presumably she is then also the biological mother, which would not have been their goal you know they had used a donor egg so she wasn't going to be biologically related to him but she is of course um which is interesting because she has to have wondered that her whole life knowing that she had like had sex with her ex-husband very shortly around the time where she was implanted to like wonder could i actually be this kid's mom and maybe that's why she always had such a 
involved like relationship with yeah. Leone was like that she in the back of her mind maybe was wondering like is this actually my son right because <laughs> she didn't know herself either um but and of course she is what does he call her he calls her day day or dd or something DD or day day yeah. some nickname for her <clears throat> yeah her name her name is tilly though Tilly. I don't know if you said that. But yeah. I, yeah, Tilly is the her actual name, but he's got a nickname for her that's not Mom. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe it will be in but, the future. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> well, and that's the interesting thing, too, because... So Tilly is American, um, and she's currently with a guy called... I forget his name. Is um, it Stephen, or was that her original husband's name? Um... Stefan, Stephen, yeah, Steve Stephen is the original husband's name. Leroy, Leroy is the other one. is the weird motorcycle yeah. riding guy that she's currently with. <laughs> yeah, so she um... and we all like think for a moment that yeah. Leroy is going to be the father. Yeah, and <laughs> she's like, "Oh Leroy. God, no." <laughs> um, but so it's interesting then because that means that he has like three full siblings right living in america yeah so then i imagine after this point even though towards the end of the film leone makes a point of being like you know my real parents are still paolo and simone right so that's not going to change um but nevertheless like i can see him wanting to be more involved in his his parents his mother and siblings lives yeah um and I, he make, makes mention at one point of like thanking steven who was his biological father but you know kind of a little bit sad that he'll never get a chance to meet him right because he died like a couple years before right right but like you said that because her, um, tilly and his biological dad had had three children's yeah. together they they are his full siblings um so i imagine like there would at least be an interest in meeting yeah. them, I mean, and seeing whether or not you would want to form any kind of relationship with them. Right. And he um, has a close bond point. with Tilly, so it's like, right. it's not like, you know, trying to get in, it's not like they found out on Ancestry.com and he has to try to, right. like, navigate this new relationship with, like, a complete strange family. Right. I imagine even growing up, he's probably had some interactions with the kids, I would right. imagine, unless she's kept that, like, very separate. I don't know. I don't know. Unless you they don't, don't know that she has another... That she was surrogate, but I mean, I feel like you would have to know that yeah. she was pregnant for nine months <laughs> around them, and, and then suddenly she was not pregnant, and no baby came home. <laughs> right. <laughs> you have to have a couple of questions at that point. Yeah. Um. <laughs> but um. So. So like, there's a lot of emphasis around like who the paternity yeah. is because of the way like the Italian laws around like the LGBT community seem to work, which I'm not well versed in outside of this movie. So if I say anything that's incorrect, um, I'm sorry, yeah. <laughs> but it seems like Italy is not maybe as progressive as some of the other countries are on allowing LGBT um, couples to adopt and to, have their names like legally on the birth certificates of even their like because in theory when they had leone they believed that one of the men was the biological father yeah. they just didn't know which one um so like when it all kind of comes to a head and they're getting divorced and they're looking into custody like the italian courts basically tell them that they have to have a paternity test and whichever one is biologically the father would get custody of the child kind of thing or of leone um yeah. which is why they start like trying to figure out the paternity because like at first they don't want to do that because they always just wanted to not keep it a secret so much yeah. but just like not find out because they figured that we're both their father kind of thing we don't right. need to figure you know find this out but um when the italian courts start telling them that they have to then they start like 
kind of like trying to steal Leona's DNA from like <laughs> yeah. gum and hair and like get it tested without him knowing because they don't like want to tell him that this is all going on and that you know they, that one of them might end up not being able to like legally see him or whatever or be you know be his legal parent however you want to look at it. Right. Um, but ultimately. That does work out, um, and the courts do allow them to both have their names on the birth certificate at the end, and, right? I think That was the impression so. that I got. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. If not, then... Because, because then, they, like, after they find out that, like, neither of them is the father, they get, like... Oh, concerned. they adopt him. Oh, that's... Yeah, yeah, that's how it happens. They they have to actually go through, like, the process of adopting him then. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, so that is how it worked out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been a couple of weeks since we've watched this movie. <laughs> we intended to record on it a while ago, and it just didn't happen. And then we, you know, weren't sure when we were going to have the time to do it because of the holidays. Yeah. And fortunately, we're able to be in the same area at the same time, despite the blizzard from the area that we are currently yes. in. <laughs> Everything worked out, other than we didn't watch anything new for this. <laughs> <laughs> decided to record on one of the things that we've already watched. We're just a mess, guys. We, we kind of <laughs> are, yeah. <laughs> We're making it work, though. Yeah. But um, aside from that uh, plot line... Yeah, so there are also, other things in the movie. <laughs> yeah. We also have um, Leone falling in love with a French, woman, yeah, French girl. Yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, called Anna. Anna. And, and, and her brother, Dario. Dario. Oh, yeah, I forgot about her brother. <laughs> I love their, <laughs> I, I love their relationship. Uh, I love so like Anna and Dario are like the new kids at school. They are from France, and Leone is immediately like infatuated with Anna, and so he originally thinks that Anna is dating Dario. But I'm like, they're both new kids from France. Yeah. Like this seems much more likely that they showed up together as a, like a family, not as like a couple. Right. <laughs> so of course it turns out they're like twin um, twins, twin brother and sister, and Anna originally thinks that Leone's into Dario yeah. um, because she assumes that because his parents are gay that he must also be gay. Yeah. <laughs> that was like her only reasoning and she knows that her brother is gay but not out to anybody yeah. yet so she's like trying to secretly set them up together. <laughs> um, and yeah. Dario does kiss uh, Leone at one point and Leone's just like, whoa, I'm not gay but, you know, thanks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm actually into your sister though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So then, of course, like, at first, <laughs> Dario has this sort of moment where it's that typical, like, masculine, like, defensive, I'm defensive thing where he's yeah. like, you tell anyone, I'll kill you. Right. Um, but that's quickly kind of resolved because when Anna and um, Leone start actually seeing each other... They end up at she he ends up at her house pretty quickly and they sleep together. <laughs> well, yeah, like like very fast, like <laughs> yeah. And then in the morning, um, I forget why they were in the bathroom together, but Dario and Leone were in the bathroom, and the mom walks in and she thinks that they were sleeping together. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was like I think Leone I got to up. Think that Leone yeah. got up to like take a shower before he was going to leave, and he comes out of Anna's room and he goes into the bathroom, and Dario was already in yeah. the bathroom, and. He's like, oh, it's fine, you know, just come on in. And then, like, the mom comes home, and Dario just, like, slams the door, and Leona's like, don't slam the door, she's going to think we're having sex. (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, that is exactly what the mom thinks. But then Dario uses it as a moment to come out to his mom as gay, and also for um, Leone to to tell the mom that he's dating Anna. Yeah. (laughs) And she's got the wrong idea there. (laughs) And the mom goes from being, like, very, like... 
upset to confused. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, the three of you go to school. Yeah, like, like get out of here. All of you get out of my house now. <laughs> but, stop, um, stop having sex in my house, please. <laughs> yeah. And this, you know, the thing with the mom is a bit of a running gag because when Anna first goes to have dinner at the 20th anniversary for Paolo and Simone before shit hits the fan, right? Um, the mother drops her off and wants to meet the parents Mm -hmm. and uh you know meets one of them first and then the other one comes in and like she's asking where the wife is like all this stuff and (laughs) he's just like i'm the wife (laughs) yeah and you could just tell that um the kids are just like uh anna and dario at least are just like find it so uh, amusing that their mother's in this like precarious situation well and they like put her in this position because they know that she she thinks she's not homophobic kind of thing but like they can tell that she definitely is even if she doesn't recognize that in herself so they i think they were trying to put her in a position where she might see that about herself like if you know and she was not pleased with with that at all (laughs) no she was not but um it was funny (laughs) <laughs> yeah but yeah so those two kind of end up together a little drama ensues yeah but uh then you know leone fall takes a lot of drugs and climbs yeah. up a tower and falls off and okay. ends up in the hospital <laughs> the fact that he didn't die i know from that is very unrealistic he like climbs up to the top of this tall like for some reason through the whole movie there is like a theme of wall climbing yeah. and like free climbing up rocks that which is what him and anna and dario like do on their date <laughs> their threesome date yeah um and I don't know why, like, the movie is very into rock climbing. Maybe they're into that a lot in Italy. I'm not sure. Maybe. <laughs> but it, they're definitely into it in this movie. So he takes some sort of mystery drug. I don't know that we know what it is. But um, he gets high and decides he's going to, that he can do it. He can climb to the top of this thing. And, of course, he does. And then he immediately falls what should have been to his death. Yeah. <laughs> but he ends up fine because they put a couple of mats on the ground once once Anna and Dario realize, like, what is happening. They, like, try to rescue him, but he doesn't have any uh, safety harnesses on him at yeah. all, and they don't really have any way of getting to him, so he just tries to climb down and falls, of course, and ends up in the hospital, which is where the whole paternity thing kind of is all revealed then at that yeah. point. <clears throat> well, he... Uh, Leone finds out yeah. that neither of his dads are biologically his dads to begin with, and that's why he takes the drugs and climbs the wall. Yeah, and that's in the hospitals when he, they find out about the uh, Tilly. Yeah, Tilly being the mom. Yeah, but um, yeah, but that's from aside from that, there's not like a lot of interesting things that happen between Leone and Anna. Really, no, right? their relationship is just kind of like plot point B. You know, yeah. it's just it, it happening high school relationship in the background. You know. But mm-hmm. nothing that's super dramatic there. The mm-hmm. mo- the main plot line is him, like, following, making this film and, like, following his dad's relationship. And his friend that he's making the film with, like, says at the beginning that we need some sort of twist to, like, make yeah. this. Like, this is just, you know, you taking, you know, you're, you're through the legal process of how you, be you know, became adopted and all this. And well, he's like, well, that's just, you know, sometimes that's just the way life is. But then, of course, there is this twist and his friend wants to document it. And he's like, well, I don't really know that I feel comfortable talking about my parents affair in this project and right. and ultimately he does yeah. um and in the end like when he's talking about it he you can tell that he's hurt but like also accepting you know that his mm-hmm. parents aren't perfect and that they're but they're gonna figure out a way to make it work kind of is the the feeling that the movie ends on yeah and that's really where it gives the uh we we get i'll share the quote since it's 
poignant Relevant. here. <laughs> um, he gives a quote as he's presenting his senior, not senior, his project, I guess. Um, and he talks about the law and he says, I would like the law to take into account that a birth is a result of the complicity of millions of people, men and women connected by invisible threads, threads that, that are a bit tangled too. So it's all about, you know, the bumps along the way and everyone's interconnected and hence the title, The Invisible Thread. The Invisible thread. thread, yeah. I feel like up until his little speech there at the end, the title is not made very clear, yeah. like why it's called The Invisible Thread, because they don't make any other mention of it throughout the movie. And then, you know, I guess I get it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I guess I understand that. We're all connected. Yeah. And I kind of like that because the movie at some point <clears throat> touches on the fact, too, that like, you know, he ended up their son in a way that's like, it's just a lot of random circumstances yeah. that kind of like happen together. And life in general is kind of a bunch of random circumstances, right. you know, like the fact that we are living beings at all is kind of a random that's true. circumstance. Yeah. But, um, and like, it could have easily gone a different way for him if Tilly had acted on her, like, you know, suspicion as to whether or not she was the mother and had had a paternity test done well, even before she had the baby and realized that it was, like, hers and her husband's child, like, they would have had legal custody of them because it wasn't the the egg and the sperm that took. It was just a natural pregnancy. So then mm-hmm. his father's... Uh, pl- Paolo and Simone would not have had any legal claim to him at all. He would have grown up in America. You know, he would have had a completely different life, you know. So his his whole existence is just a lot of chance and, and random things yeah. <laughs> coming together and lining up so that he had the life and, and the fa- parents and family that he has. Exactly. And I guess um, just to mention real quickly, there is a, a kind of a C-plot, which is the relationship between... Leone and his friend he's doing the film with. Yeah. Jacobo or something. Jacob in English. Jacobo. (laughs) And, um, you know, because of everything that's happening in Leone's life, he starts getting a bit testy and ornery. And so he pretty quickly sort of dismisses Jacob, as I'll call him here. uh, (laughs) And um, they stop being friends, kind of. And then towards the end, Leone's like, oh, I really, you know, I have to start sharing my feelings and he's like i love you bud and so they kind of make up and uh you know jacob's very quickly like yay (laughs) you know and back back great i have a project to present again (laughs) (laughs) as i didn't do anything else seriously (laughs) i was hoping you were gonna come back and let me be a part of this again yeah (laughs) so i don't fail this class So you have another extra feel-good moment floating around. Yeah, and I think that um, Jacob was also part of the group of people that was there when he climbs the wall at the end, Mm -hmm. and they're out laying the mats on the ground in case he falls to his death, which he does, but he doesn't die. He just is like in a neck brace in the hospital and everybody's like oh but he's fine he can go home tonight yeah (laughs) like are you sure like did you do any scans to check like doesn't seem like he should be okay (laughs) he fell from 100 feet in the air (laughs) oh my gosh he made it but he's fine fine. don't worry he's fine they put lots of mats on the ground (laughs) yeah but yeah i mean like your body is just like more buoyant and and maybe it can bounce back easier yeah. when you're young we're just when you're old. young for sure yeah <laughs> we're just old now jamie when you're young and maybe being we on don't drugs bounce anymore. helps i don't know <laughs> <laughs> he's young and on drugs no i don't we don't bounce we just plop and we crack just, mostly we just crack and break <laughs> <laughs> but um ah, old age old age in, into our 30s <laughs> 
But yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the invisible thread. It is. Um, <clears throat> I have one more quote I would like to share. Please share it because okay. I didn't write any down. This is from Tilly. And Tilly said, scars... What is that? <laughs> My writing. Scars <laughs> are kind of kind of good, I think. Uh, they're what make a person unique. Oh. I was like, oh, I like that's that. a nice little thing if I typed it correctly. I don't think you did because you didn't type that. No. <laughs> <laughs> you typed scars are kinds good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but yeah so um that's that's my last quote and that's uh the invisible thread so a movie i would recommend it is it's cute it's, it's worth watching um i don't know I, that it's groundbreaking or like earth shattering no i i like you know the more representation yeah. of the lgbt community in relationships that are not perfect yes. i think that's you know important as well um but it, i mean it was fine yeah. 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 It wasn't boring. I wasn't no. bored while watching it at any point, but um yeah. 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 All right. Um so one of the other movies <laughs> that we watched and meant to record on, we're going to give a little shout out here to yes. at the end. Um we watched the first part of it um called Enola Holmes. If you remember maybe I don't know a year or so ago, um it's Enola Holmes is the daughter or no, sorry, the sister of Sherlock Holmes in this fictional little movie and it's very quirky very uh like feel good funny kind of comedy mystery detective little little movies and so we watched part two of it and um i really enjoyed it yeah, <laughs> like it's fun. it's a lot of fun it is fun um we meant to record on that one when we were together the last time yeah a couple of months ago we were, met up for a concert and we watched it together and then jamie remembered he had forgot to bring his microphone yes <laughs> so we did not record on that one then yeah <laughs> that was our first failure yeah <laughs> But yeah, I mean, it's nice. Yeah, it's just a continuation of the first one. We find out a little more about Enola Holmes' mom, specifically. Yeah, her mom. Um, So we see a little more of her her and her brother's interaction. Because her brother was kind of like, who is Sherlock Holmes? Sherlock Holmes. They don't want him to be the star of the movies. But he's in the second one a little more. So he's a little, yeah. In the first one, he's a bit of an afterthought. In this one, they kind of team up to solve A little bit, yeah. But she's still like the lead i guess you want to call it on on the mystery and he takes he does help out though you know yeah she couldn't have done it without him (laughs) and we get a little bit more interaction between uh, enola and i forget his first name but lord lord tewksbury the young guy that she found on the train in the first one yes um and they have some fun exchanges like he's wearing a neckerchief and he says is my neckerchief all right and she says well it's around your neck (laughs) (laughs) yeah sure (laughs) but um yeah so there it's a fun little um little movie and just like the style of both films and the homes one and two is just very like quirky and fun and uh, very enjoyable to watch so i would recommend both of them if you're looking for some fun little films to watch yeah it has a lot of like fourth wall breaking yes looking at the camera and talking to the audience and it's fun. Yeah. And um, as a, a little bit of spoiler alert, uh, at the very end, we get a, a nod to Watson being introduced, which is Sherlock Holmes' typical uh, sidekick in yeah. all of the books. Yeah. So he kind of finally makes an appearance. So it is a potential for a Nola Holmes 3, I suppose. Yeah. Because in, and it's like a Nola Holmes that introduces him to Watson. So it's kind yeah. of fun. <laughs> yeah. It's cute, too, because at the end of the movie... Because their relationship has kind of been estranged because um, Sherlock is just so much older than Enola. So he's been out detecting, not detecting. He's been out detecting. Being being a detective (laughs) elsewhere and she's at home the whole time. 
and at the end of the movie, he's kind of like, oh, maybe we should team up and we could do like Sherlock and Sherlock, whatever. Yeah. And she's like, no. And so they keep their separate ones, <laughs> no. but they agree to meet up on Tuesdays or something. Yeah. And then to discuss their cases. Yeah. yeah. And when that Tuesday rolls around, that's when she sends Watson there yeah. instead so that he's not alone, but not with her either. So right. it's kind of funny. Well, and I liked her reasoning for the reason she doesn't want to team up with her brothers because she's like, I would always be background to Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. You know, if we had a detective agency together, everybody knows Sherlock Holmes and I'm just always going to be Sherlock Holmes' sister and not Enola Holmes. Right. So, I mean, that makes sense. But yeah, I feel like does. their relationship is good enough at this point that they can call on each other for help, yeah. you know, back and forth with any cases that they have because they do look at things differently. Um, you know, probably because one's a man and one's a woman. Possibly, yeah. <laughs> And they just have different ways of going about their detective work. They also live during a time period where, like, breaking and entering wasn't an issue for detectives. Clearly. <laughs> just, like, just go into any place you want and look for clues. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> yeah. If you're a detective, you got a free pass to break and enter to anywhere. <laughs> so it seems. So it seems. That's why everybody wanted to be a detective. <laughs> right. <laughs> But yeah, so that is uh, Enola Holmes too. It much. is, yeah. The very short version. Yeah, it's the shortened version. It was going to be longer, but <laughs> it didn't work out that way. <laughs> but yeah, so... Um, Story of our life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're nothing if not inconsistent. Yeah, so we are consistently <laughs> inconsistent. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, thanks for tuning in, everyone. We really appreciate it. Um, yes, thank you for coming back after our month's hiatus. Yeah, and if you want to reach out to us, um, I know that Twitter is a continuous pool, but we still have a Twitter <laughs> account, so you can reach out to us at NNO Podcast. Or if you don't have Twitter like me, you can just send us an email to navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. I haven't checked that email account in a couple of months, so if you've sent us anything <laughs> in the past couple of months, um, I will look into it next week when I'm home after the holidays. <laughs> there we go. Because I haven't checked it in a long time. But you guys never email us anyway, so it's disappointing. Yeah. Please feel free. If Please you... just send us an email, say hi. Yeah. Say you know. hi. If you have any suggestions whatsoever about movies or series to watch, we're we're happy to to watch it. You know, because yes. we we kind of go on the thread of watching the similar vibe shows yeah. and movies. We tend to like the same things, so we just <laughs> pick the same topics that we both always like. And yeah. we, you know, we got one suggestion one time, and yeah. we watched it. We did. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So um, thanks again, everyone, and um, happy holidays. Happy holidays, and until next time. Bye. Bye.